Sarah cried out as he beat her again and again, until she crumpled in a heap at his feet. He released her with a growl. Let that be a lesson to you. He turned to his wife, who was leaning against the teacher's desk, clutching her large bosom and groaning. I'll leave this brat to you, my dear. Treat her harshly. Teach her manners in any way you see fit. He stormed out of the classroom, slamming the door behind him. Matron Trigg raised herself, aiming a savage kick at Sarah. Get up! With difficulty, Sarah scrambled to her feet. She faced her tormentor with a defiant toss of her head. I'm not the devil's daughter, she said in a low voice. I used to go to Sunday school regular, and he's got no right to say things about Ma. It ain't her fault that Pa got drowned in the Thames when his wherry was run down in the fog. What is your name? Matron Trigg leaned over so that her face was close to Sarah's. I'm Sarah's Grace. Not now, you ain't. Matron's bloodshot eyes opened wide and her nostrils flared. I'll tell you what it is, girl. You'll bear your demon father's name for the rest of your time in this institution. From now on, you will be known as Sal Scratch. She beckoned to one of the older girls. Nettie Bean, come here. Sarah looked round and saw an older girl making her way between the regimented lines of wooden desks. Freckled-faced and with hair the colour of gingerbread, Nettie Bean looked as though she might know how to stand up for herself. Sarah met her green-eyed gaze with a mute plea for help. Hurry up, Matron Trigg said crossly. I haven't got all day. Taking a sheet of paper from her desk, she dipped a pen in the inkwell. Can you read Sal Scratch? Yes, and I can write me name. Matron thrust the pen into her hand. Then write this. I am the devil's daughter. Sarah's instinct was to refuse, but her backside was still smarting from the tickler's harsh punishment, and her ribs were sore where they'd come into contact with Matron's boot. Without waiting for the ink to dry, Matron snatched the paper from her and gave it to Nettie. Pin it on her back. She'll wear this until she's learned her lesson. She took a pin from her collar and put it in Nettie's outstretched hand. Hurry up, girl. I haven't got all day to waste on stupid and ungrateful children. Sorry, Nettie whispered. She fastened the placard to the back of Sarah's bodice. It was barely more audible than a sigh but the single word came as the first hint of human kindness that Sarah had encountered since she entered the fearsome building in Schultz Gardens. Tar, she whispered, lifting her hand, and for a fleeting second their fingers touched. In that moment, Sarah knew that she'd made a friend for life. Get back to your seat, Matron said, pointing to Nettie, and all of you write on your slates. I must not speak to Sal Scratch. She pushed Sarah off the podium with a vicious prod in the ribs. Go and stand in the corner. You'll remain there until the end of the lesson. 
Sarah stumbled and only just saved herself from falling on her face, but no one laughed. Heads were bent over slates, and the scrape of the girl's slate pencils and laboured breathing filled the air. Sarah stood in the corner, hands clasped firmly in front of her, willing herself not to cry. She closed her eyes, praying silently for her mother, who'd been in labour for two days before desperation drove her to the workhouse door. Sarah had been present on two occasions when her mother went into premature labour, and the tiny infants had barely taken their first breaths when they'd given up the struggle for life. No doubt they were in heaven with Pa, but he was buried in a pauper's grave. There had been no money to buy him a plot or even a headstone. Sarah had loved her Pa, but she'd also...